Yo. That's awesome. Yeah, that's... <laughs> hey guys, welcome to uh, episode two. This will be week two. Uh, we'll be getting everything kicked off here in just a second. Um, Shit goes right. <laughs> but uh, I'm Kenneth and this is Josh. We're here with the uh, Crackback Podcast. Um, we are kicking off week two of the NFL. This will be week three of the NCAA. For everybody that wants a little bit of love on both, um, we had some pretty big action over the weekend in NFL. A lot of big surprises and a lot of big chokes, I guess you could say. Um, <laughs> fuck ups. <laughs> what you want to roll with? Oh, uh, we can start off with college. Can we start off with your boys first? Since we totally said that wouldn't happen again, and they almost almost doesn't count. Oh, yeah, they almost they were literally count. a field goal away from losing well, time or something. Extra point to tie to going to double overtime. Well, that was which, insane. Like I, I left, they were winning. I was on my way home, and my friend sends me a message. It's like, yo, Florida State may lose this game, and I was like, how's that? He's like, they just scored to tie the. Or they're going yeah. to tie the game with an extra point, and then literally. You know, 15 seconds later, my phone goes off. He goes, they missed the extra point. Yeah. Florida State won. And I was like, oh. Pulled, pulled it out. <laughs> a little bumpy, a little bumpy, but we're good. <laughs> yeah, a lot bumpy. Uh, you know, that game, it was tough to watch. Second half. First half again, perfect. Perfect game from the Knowles. Couldn't have win any better first half. But second half, I don't know what the hell they're doing. They've shit the bed the last two Two games. weeks. Two weeks second, in a row. Second half has just been terrible for them. Uh, but they brought in Jim Levitt, former defensive coordinator at Oregon. With Willie I was about Taggart. to say, uh, wasn't he in the NFL too? Uh, yeah, probably sometime. I, I think mean, he was a defensive coordinator in the NFL. Hundred years old. Yeah, he's but not they, a young guy. They brought him in to be a defensive analyst and to help roll out this new defensive scheme they're going to this year. Yeah. So hopefully, this next week, maybe they turn it around. And actually, hold teams to not scoring thirty-five points in the or second 44. half. Well, forty-four total. total. <laughs> but you know, uh, but yeah, it was, it was. Cam Akers had another big day, didn't he? Oh, Cam Akers, one hundred ninety-three yards and two touchdowns. He should have so, went to Ole Miss, by the way, for all you people out there. Should have. Uh, they. He's he is kind of regretting him. it too. Thought they <laughs> thought they had him until his. Uh, his check signing, cleared. Signing day. The check at, cleared and he decided at, to go to Florida State. The Mississippi <laughs> High School Hall of Fame or whatever it was. But uh but yeah, so I mean it was it was pretty pretty crazy. But glad he's there. Glad he said hop on. Let's go. Yeah. No and uh carried him to a victory because they they barely pulled that out, man. It was wild. But yeah, other than that, I mean Tennessee still sucks, so at least we know we're better oh, than Tennessee. Oh, Lord, the Tennessee jokes have just been piling on one after one. The only bright spot coming from the University of Tennessee this week is the T-shirt sales they made yeah. for the kid as bullying because, yeah, you know, bullying is for terrible people and it shouldn't be allowed anywhere. Yeah. Even though people are bullying the Tennessee fans all the time. Yeah, it's just – You yeah. you guys got to realize bullying – goes a long way to doing a lot of damage to people. Um, if you guys haven't seen the um, the stuff they're doing, a uh, kid uh, made a T-shirt for their team day. and In Florida. Yeah, he's in Florida. In Florida. He, he made a T-shirt because he couldn't afford to get one. Um, just put some stuff on a shirt, wore it to school, and uh, he was made fun of for it. And uh, some people found out about it, sent the um, – they sent it in saying, hey, this is what happened to this kid here. 
And the University of Tennessee actually took the kids' design and made, made it into a positive. Made made they turned his mix shape, you know, T-shirt into an actual T-shirt and mm-hmm. sold it with the uh, with the proceeds actually going to you know a bullying fund to try to help stop it. Um, and also today, I don't know if you heard that or not, but they uh, four year scholarship, scholarship if he school. is eligible in the class of 2032, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, big ups to the kid. Really hope that he, you know, really hope that he's able to take, you know, full advantage of that because that's that's pretty awesome. All the proceeds go to Stomp Out Bullying. Just look that up. And uh, they've sold more than 50,000 shirts so far. Yeah, they they, they did really, really well. But back to Tennessee. They're winning off the field. Yeah, not on the not field. Not on the field. Um, Tennessee took another large lump to the head, this time BYU. to the Mormons in Utah, the five by the way Mormons. of BYU. It's not the first time BYU's beaten an SEC school. It's not the first time BYU's came away with a big win. You know, That's also a true. Major program. So I thought about buying one Heath, and I'm not even a UT fan, just, just for that. That's the only reason why I thought about it. But um, – Tennessee played tooth and nail with BYU, and I think yeah. they gave it away at the end of the game. Double, again. Is that double right? Double overtime. Went into double overtime. Double overtime. They scored a touchdown in overtime to lose. Yeah. Yeah, BYU scored the scored a touchdown to win the game. Yeah. So UT couldn't muster up anything but an L. A goose egg. Hop aboard the L train. But yeah, it was uh, – it was wild to watch. So, at least as a Florida State fan, I know we're not the worst Power 5 team. No, that belongs country. to UT right now. I think they are UT. actually dead last, if I'm not mistaken, in a lot of categories, which is terrible, but, you know. Yeah. I, hopefully I, things turn around for Jamie Pruitt because he's actually a good dude. Won a national championship yeah. as Florida State's defensive coordinator. Yeah, he's, I mean, um, he's, not, he's not a bad coach. No. Like, it's just – just tough sledding, man. They've got to. They've got to get it figured out. They've got to get it figured yeah. out. And I know. I don't know about you. Last podcast we did, we didn't really touch a touch base a lot on Alabama or Auburn or stuff like that. I've caught a lot of heat from it, guys saying like, "Oh, well, y'all didn't talk about." They're Alabama. not playing anybody. Alabama's not playing anybody, guys. That's what we're not talking about. I'm like this week, you play week. South Carolina. Technically, you're still not playing anybody. We might but. talk about it because you know it's their first SEC school. But last week they played New Mexico State, trounced them guys sixty-two to ten. Well, they scored ten yeah. points in the last part of the game. I don't even. I didn't even. I did. I didn't watch a down of it because I just. I did not either. Feel. So you can't. Same thing with Oklahoma. Oklahoma played South Dakota, beat them seventy to fourteen. All the so, Heisman guys are still looking like Heisman guys. Still looking like Heisman <laughs> players. Uh, the one thing that did surprise me was USC beating Stanford. Ah, yeah, I did not USC see that coming. We, I talked about that with some people, and they were everybody was picking Stanford, Stanford, Stanford because nobody's looking at USC. Yeah. Well, I mean, they lost their starting quarterback first game of the year. Yeah, that kind of that kind of helped them out. So, but still, USC beats the brakes off of freaking yeah. Stanford, who was ranked no longer ranked. Nah, they um, were twenty third. Yeah, freshman quarterback comes in, throws three seventy seven with three touchdowns. I mean. There's not much a defense can do to stop that when that's happening to you. Oh, yeah. But, but yeah, it just just wasn't a good week for Stanford. And then Cal beating Washington, Pac-12 
the Pac-12 is just up and down crazy. Washington always does that for some reason. Always lose a game. Washington State's going to go undefeated until like week eight or nine, and then they're going to slip up and lose to somebody they shouldn't lose to. That's always been their – well, the la- over the last five years, if I'm not mistaken, that's what Washington State's done. They smack somebody around and then will lose a game they're not supposed to lose to, you know. That happens to a lot of people. Yeah. Got Wisconsin beating somebody. They didn't even, Central Michigan didn't even score. Yeah. I mean, it's – and then Nebraska losing Colorado. That was another good game. Winning yeah, that, up, was probably, that was probably the best game played over yeah, the weekend. Winning overtime and, you know – Colorado win by scoring a field goal in overtime. Toot it and boot it for the win. There you go. 34-yarder. I mean, it was, a good, it was a good game to watch if you actually sat down and watched it. I watched a little bit of it. Not a, I didn't want to say I sat and watched the whole game, but I saw the, saw the big stuff. So, Saw big improvements from my team. That was really what I was really looking forward to. Yeah, the, we played Arkansas at home. The Rebels looked good. Um, they predicted us. I think, I think Arkansas – I think we were small favorites. If I'm not mistaken, the line was Ole Miss uh, negative five. Yeah, so. I took the points and we easily covered. Uh, Scotty Phillips looked good. Matt, you know, Matt Coral looked good. Um, Elijah Moore is coming on. Like that's the kid that's supposed to. He's supposed to be our AJ Brown. The he's next the next big wide receiver. Yeah, he's the, he's the next big Ole Miss wide receiver. He's he's very shifty. Um, he almost like the way he moves is almost like Amari Cooper. How he's real smooth in yeah. in 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 and outs. Uh, he looks really good. Hopefully, he can continue to build to be a better wide receiver. Um, he also loves he loves blocking. If you know anything about Ole Miss wide receivers, they will come up and knock your face off. That's been going on since Dante Moncrief yeah. was playing wide receiver. Um, we look good. We play um, Southeast Louisiana this week, so it's going to probably be an early game. Wake up, start drinking, and then try to carry on into trying to watch the Alabama game. Probably they're playing South Carolina. Are they playing at South Carolina? I don't really know. I, I think I think it's where they're playing at. This I'm week. not an SEC guys. Few few people don't know. I, I watch the big matchups, but I could. He's ACC. You, y'all got to give him a break. Couldn't tell y'all week to week who the hell plays who, and usually I don't really care. I respect the, I respect the conference I do, but I'm not one of those guys that you know. I know a lot of ACC or SEC guys are SEC. We just want the conference to win. Oh, the, if the conference is winning, I'm the complete opposite. I want Clemson to lose every fucking game. I want Miami to lose every game. Uh, Virginia don't really care about the Cavaliers. They're they're hit or miss. They're I don't want them to lose this week, of course, because they're playing my Knowles. But other than that, they could they could win or lose. I don't care. I like my teams. I don't like other people's teams. Somebody asked for us to give spreads this week, by the way. Give spreads. Yeah, give us our us pick some spread games. Oh, us pick some spread games. Yeah. Uh I was asked quite a few times this week about that because I hit on some that we talked about last week. They're yeah. like, oh yeah. But you know what? I I was I was in the, talking about pros for a second. I was beefing up the Jets so much. And boy, they laid an egg for me. So yeah, they did. That, I think that's like really the only major one that I took a lump on last week. Uh, was the Jets game because that totally backfired on me. But uh, Florida, Kentucky is going to be something everybody's going to be looking forward to this week. Um, Eight points. Yeah, here we go. (laughs) Somebody's talking about eight points, favorites over Kentucky. That's a weird line. Um, It is very weird. And I'm taking the Wildcats. Where are they playing at? They're playing in Kentucky, I believe. In Kentucky. Florida is what, top ten? Yep, number nine in the nation. Um, Kroger Field. 
After seeing Felipe Franks play that first game, how he did against Miami, I actually think Kentucky will get after him a little more. With those points, I'm taking Kentucky. Well, yeah, yeah, but also you got to think, you know, Kentucky ended their, what, 31-year streak of just getting beat. Yeah. Kentucky beat Florida for the first time in 31 years last year. They're trying to go for two in a row. Who did, who did Florida play last week? I bet it was a nobody, was it not? Uh, uh, or were they University off? of Tennessee, Martin. Kentucky beat them last year for the first time. Yeah, it was thirty. It was 31 years, if I'm not mistaken. Well, Kentucky got that monkey off their back. They're trying to go for two in a row. I will actually take Kentucky plus only, eight. Only downside is they, from what I've been reading, is Kentucky lost their starting quarterback. If Kentucky lost their starting quarterback, if that's true, then you definitely yeah. want to pick. Terry, Terry Wilson been ruled out the rest of the year. With a torn patella tendon. Never mind. Take Florida. I'm still taking Kentucky. Don't. Florida minus eight. They'll probably win by two touchdowns. I'm a Gator hater. I'll, I'll admit it. Hate the Hurricanes. Hate the Gators. If they had to start in quarterback, I probably would have stuck with Kentucky being at home. Is that is the guy that's starting right now a freshman? I have no clue who took uh, Wilson's place. I couldn't tell you. If I'm not mistaken, that's who did. And he hardly played. Like I said, the guy, guy playing this year is hurt. He played really good last year. So now – they're in a pickle, and I just don't see it going down that way. Yeah, I could I could pass Kentucky starting quarterback on the street and not know who the hell he was. Uh, it's not hard to do. Uh, but, yeah, all right, so another game, uh, Clemson-Syracuse. Which is always a crazy game. Clemson always. and Syracuse, I don't know what it is about Clemson playing Syracuse. Syracuse gives them the business every time they play. They, yeah. almost, they almost beat them last year. They knocked out starting quarterback, and they brought in their third-string quarterback who brought them back for the win. Yeah. They're in the Carrier Dome this year. So they're playing in New in York. Syracuse. Uh, the Dome. I mean, Syracuse is – Not that a, good. As an ACC guy, I think they're a scary team at the Carrier Dome because you don't know what Syracuse team is going to show up. Oh, it's, that's very It can true. be the one that's going to score 50-plus points and hold you to, you know, fight tooth and nail with your team to hold them as, as good as they can, or it's going to be the Syracuse that just rolls over and lets you walk all over them. But – in the past two seasons, uh, Syracuse has looked. So Maryland put sixty on good. Syracuse last week, and that's what I'm saying. That's that's what I'm saying. It's either <laughs> they, yeah, they got beat bad last week. Watch them play. They they may play Syracuse close. They beat Clemson what two years ago when they were number two in the country. Yeah, they they won two years ago. So, I but mean, like I said, I'm I don't know what the point spread is, but I would probably take Clemson. Point spread is Nick as Clemson. Negative 27.5. So, they're giving Syracuse 27 and a half points. I'll take Clemson probably. I don't know. Still, they'll, they'll probably drop a 50 bomb on them. Not going to lie. I mean, are we going to get Trevor Lawrence that throws two interceptions and loses a fumble? Or are we gonna get uh, we're Lawrence probably going to get a lot of ETNs what we're going to get. <laughs> That's probably what we're going to get. As a, we're, we're, he's looking for more Heisman moments. As an ACC guy, I probably don't even pick that game, to be honest with you. Probably not because there'll probably be a push. <laughs> I, I probably don't even pick it. Let's see. UCLA and Oklahoma. Watch Chip Kelly get smacked around. Oh, I'd love that. It's going to happen. Ugh, love this, it. They're playing this week. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'd Jalen Hurts throws for it. 400 yards. <laughs> Runs for an extra 150. Yeah. And has seven total touchdowns. Was he got 591 in two games? He'd probably, he'd probably hang a good 300 on him. Yeah. I'll, what's, what's the – 23 and a half to spread on that. I'm take taking, Oklahoma. Taking, take Oklahoma. 
Take Oklahoma, they beat the brakes off of UCLA. Put your house on it. If I had one, I'd put it on there, but <laughs> I don't. I sold it. So. Come on, boss. But hey, uh, what's this worth? <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's another good one to watch out. There's really not a lot of big time matchups going on. Uh, no, but if you want to keep an eye on for the local people, uh, UNA played Montana last week and unfortunately came up was short. up. At they were yeah, they were up, up at halftime. Uh third in the third quarter, I think it was, UNA was leading the game. And I think they threw an interception. And then Montana just drove down the field and scored. And then I think they uh turned it over on down or something and they turned around and did it again. Yeah. Um UNA gave, you know, Montana a run for their money. Montana's been playing in the league a little longer, got more, you know, experienced players playing in that kind of you know, in that kind of environment and stuff, um, Montana's actually playing Oregon this week. So are you ready for people to break out the measuring stick if, you know, Oregon kind of stumbles? <laughs> oh, no. You and A can hang with them, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you and A can play a uh, Power 5 conference team. But uh, UNA is actually playing um, – is it? Alabama A&M. Alabama A&M. Yeah. They lead this in the weekend. series. The last time they played was a 90-something. Yeah, who knows? 89, 92, somewhere around there. It's been, it's been a while, but for all the local people, be checking that out. It'll be be something good to look, yeah. watch, and see. We have some good kids playing at UNA. Hopefully, we're on the rise. You know, it's something. It'd take a little while, but. Yeah, but get out to Brawley, show support, have some fun. Purple purple out. Purple, purple out. They're going to purple out the stadium, so. So, it's going to look like a regular high school game then because yeah. nobody will be sitting there. <laughs> So if you go to if you go to Brawley to see the uh, the UNA Lions play, wear your purple, go crazy, tailgate a little bit before you go. Always some good food out there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But uh, any other big games? Because there's really not any big action. Got two of them: Florida State and Virginia. Like That's I not said a earlier. big game. Shut up. The Cavaliers ranked 25 in the land. Uh, we'll what? See. Oh yeah, Cavaliers got ranked since they won last week. So now it's time for Florida State to actually. Yeah, it's put up or shut up now. If, if Florida State wins this game, maybe we can salvage this season, beat a top twenty-five team. Casey, I'm glad you said something about that before before we started the stream on Facebook. Before we started the before we started the podcast, uh, me and Josh, me and Josh were sitting here talking about it. Um, we got into it for a second because we we're like, oh, hey, you know, they're going to try to pay you know, the players in the state of California, but the NCAA will overrule them. Yeah. In my opinion, if that passes and the first person that takes an endorsement will be kicked out. I don't think – Or they'll, they'll be held out or I think they'll the, find some way to the, get a hold of the school. The school, the school will be ineligible to compete in any NCAA-sanctioned functions. That's like what They're, they're going to do something, so – The like, NCAA – Put a stop to it. I think it's a bunch of smoke and mirrors, but it's gaining a lot of traction. So, like I said, if they want to go down that road, it's going to be a long legal battle that nobody really wants to. Yeah, I I do believe get into really. I read somewhere that the NCAA has sent out a letter to all California schools asking them not to be a part of this. So uh, the NCAA is already begging people, you know, don't do it, don't do it, and that's just them showing a little mercy, like, hey. This is what we're going to do. You know, don't do it. Don't put yourself through it. Some school's probably going to jump on it if it happens. So I, I, I'm I actually kind of glad we did this with the whole live thing because we can actually react to some stuff. Yeah. Uh, Heath Brown 
brought up something about much like the Olympics. I don't know if you know this or not, but if you go back a couple years, probably more than a couple years, there was actually a kid that was a punt returner, kick returner, wide receiver that played for Colorado, if I'm not mistaken. Jeremy Bloom? The kid was good. Jeremy Bloom? Yes. One of my Philadelphia Eagles. Yes. The kid was good. He was an Olympic skier. God, crazy bitch. The NCAA told him that he could no longer play football because he was an uh, An Olympic, uh, yeah, an endorsed Olympic athlete. Mm -hmm. So he lost all college eligibility when he signed a contract with somebody paying him. So when it comes to the likeness rights, it comes to all this stuff with the NCAA, it's it's gonna blow up in a bad way. That is my feeling on it. Oh yeah, something like it's. I don't know if you guys remember, uh, maybe four or five years ago, maybe longer. Uh, Northwestern came out like at the end of the year. They were all you know trying to show unity. They had armbands made. They had face paint on, and they were talking about you know we as one. They were trying to get paid, and you know, I think Northwestern is probably smarter than everybody in the entire state of California. Northwestern is a you know highly intelligent school, and all their brains couldn't get it done. You, you mean to tell me the state of California is? It's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't. I don't. You can that. sign a contract and for the Major League Baseball, but as long as you don't receive any of the money, if I'm not mistaken, you're still good. Yeah, it's, I don't see – the NCAA has way too much pool. I mean, it's – They're too powerful. That's yeah, the it's, it's like They make some of the stupidest rules. Like right now, you know, Missouri's looking for um, looking for answers on getting their bowl eligibility back. Mississippi State, even though I'm an Ole Miss fan, Mississippi State did the exact same thing that Missouri did. Missouri got the band hammer. They can't go to a bowl game. Yeah, Mississippi State got slapped on the wrist. Yeah, they didn't get any real punishment. Like I think they took two scholarships. Yeah, like finally found what. Come I was on, reading. man! It says uh, the board has warned California schools may not be declared ineligible or may be declared declared ineligible for NCAA competition if the bill becomes law because they would have an unfair recruiting advantage. Basically saying that, look, if you're able to do all this with endorsements and stuff, more kids are going to want to come to your school. So whereas Alabama and UCLA might have a clear 50-50 chance of winning one of these kids' services, come play football, if he can go to UCLA and sign a shoe deal with Jordan, of course he's going to go and sign that deal and still play. So I don't see the NCAA letting it happen if – if they do let it happen, it will cause a clusterfuck. Oh, it'll in, be in recruiting in schools. It'll, yeah. be, it'll be wild. I, I just don't see it happening. But you know who? I'm just a regular old Joe talking shit on a freaking podcast. Yeah. For God's sake, we're sitting in front of a window. By yeah. the way, so hey, we're actually in the studio. Remember yeah. last week? No, yeah. we're in the apartment. Now we're in the studio. <laughs> so, so, but yeah, we're here bringing you guys what we know, and may not be a lot. Um, of course, we got an Alabama fan in here. Screaming out, Roll Tide. Woe Tide. Woe Tide. Yeah. Is his sister, wife, cousin on here with him? Probably not. 
<laughs> just joking. Just joking. I know this Alabama fan, so I'm just joking with him. Beautiful family. Beautiful family. Beautiful kids. He's just trying to so, get beat up during Christmas time when they come and visit. Exactly. <laughs> Love y'all. But but yeah, I don't I don't see California letting that happen. The other game I want to talk about, I got interrupted with Florida sorry, State. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's sorry. okay. The line on that, if anybody wants to know, is uh seven and a half. So I'm taking well, the points. And Florida State in that one because they're going to win. With Virginia at home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going up there. So, uh, the only other game I want to talk about, big game of the of the week, <laughs> UT and Chattanooga. UT and the Chattanooga Mocs, big in-state rivalry for the two. They got uh, a pretty good offense at Chattanooga, though, if I'm not mistaken. I couldn't tell you. I got lucky and remember that their mascot was the Mocs because I was up there a couple of years ago. Went by the – Stadium and school and everything got signs everywhere. Did you give him a wave. I didn't. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, ate some great great catfish up there in Chattanooga. And they've got brilliant restaurants to go to. Uh, <laughs> I told you I loved you. So what else do you want? We got a reply from the Alabama fan. But uh, but yeah, hopefully UT can get that first win of the season and get some get some momentum on their side. I'm you know not just poking a little fun at UT. I have a bunch of Tennessee Vol fans. 49 to 3. 49 to 3, Tennessee or Chattanooga? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Tennessee, 49 to 3. Drop oh, a bomb. I, I wouldn't go that much. Drop a bomb on them. They're, the spread on that is 28. So. You got K State and Mississippi State. K State and Mississippi State. Who knows who wins that one? West Virginia and NC State. That'd be decent. Mississippi State will be undefeated until they play somebody. Notre Dame and New Mexico, Alabama and South Carolina. UCF and Stanford, that might turn out to be a damn good game. UCF may mess around. Uh, they're actually playing in UCF, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're playing in Central Florida. What's the Florida? spread on that game? Eight and a half. Mm, UCF. I probably would avoid that if you're betting. But but watching. I would watch it. Watching is going to be a real I fun game. I would watch the hell out of that game. Probably going uh, to. Iowa, Iowa State, big rivalry. That's where uh, college game day is this week, I believe. The Cyclones so, and the Hawkeyes. They're actually in Iowa State, too. So. Yeah. So it should be a pretty good game. Other than that, man, I mean, you got Florida and Kentucky, like we said earlier, and Auburn and Kent State for all you SEC guys. Uh, and a whole bunch of nothing after and that. A whole bunch of nothing, man. I mean, it's just it's not a good week for matchups, but I mean, next week we got some good ones though. Georgia and Notre Dame's next week, so we'll have some stuff to talk about. Yeah, leading up to that, I'm probably gonna watch that Washington State Houston game. This weekend. That'd probably be a good one. I'll probably watch that one. I, I like Mike Leach. Probably be high power. Who doesn't like Mike Leach? I, I actually had a, a discussion on our first Facebook live stream. Yeah. About uh, I told you how I felt about him. Mike Leach or Les Miles' best uh, post-game interviews. And I have to go with the Mad Hatter just because I like guys that eat grass. But... <sighs> Les Miles is a joke. And he's a funny one, too. So that's when I enjoy the guy. He's a character. And we do have one of our people that is in our in our listening area. group, listening area on Facebook. He actually listens to the podcast and keeps up the Facebook stuff. He is uh, laying down something for next week. Oh, what's that? Tennessee upset in the swamp. Oh, I'm all for it. Of course you are. You're Any- a Florida any State fan. game I can see Florida lose, I'm for it. Georgia Southern, bring those guys back. We know they can beat them in the swamp. Oh, Lord. Drain the swamp. 
<laughs> make America great again. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but but I'm all for, you know, those guys getting beat. And yes, I'm I'm a hater. I'm salty. I don't care. Call me whatever you want. You'll have that from time to time. You will. But uh that's really it for for college this week. Like we said, I mean Memphis probably hangs fifty up this week. Memphica? Yeah. Memphis is gonna drop a bomb this week. Who they got? Nobody. That's what I'm saying. Memphis. Ole Miss will probably drop fifty on um southeast Louisiana, whoever they're playing. Yeah. Washington will probably drop fifty on Hawaii. I know I saw Memphis earlier. Oh, Memphis South Alabama. South Alabama. Yeah. Going with the Jags on this one. They're down in what's Mobile. The, oh, what's the spread? 19? Spread's 19. I'm going with the Jags at home. It's uh, going to be on ESPNU. Probably worth watching, too. Memphis has got a really good team. Uh, they got two running backs that are pretty good. They got a big-ass running back. He's like 6'3", 220. He's a big guy. Who, Memphis? Yes. He freaking bulldozed Ole Miss. Not that guy. Not that guy. Not that guy. He's the other other one. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. Anyways, but yeah, there's there's not much action in college. It's early in the year, but but yeah. Next up, uh, we're going to talk about our pro football preview and stuff. Like Kenneth said, he dropped the bomb on Buffalo and Jets. So we'll cover that and a few other things. So we'll be right back in a second. Hey guys, we're back. Uh, we're going to hit you with some uh, NFL. Highlights that we saw and witnessed throughout the weekend. Um, we saw some uh, pretty crazy stuff happen this weekend. Great stuff, man. A lot of a lot of big name players went down with the injury. Uh, some teams got blown out that shouldn't really have gotten blown out. Yeah. But hey, it's the NFL. All the teams are professional, so you know anything can happen on any given Sunday. I know that cliche gets worn out a lot, but hey, it happens. Um, we're gonna start off with the Monday night games. Gonna start off Monday night. Yeah, because that was just recently. Just recent. Yeah, just recent. Uh, we had the Texans and the Saints squaring off in New Orleans. Uh, Texans were actually putting in some work. Oh, they were leading most of the game. Yeah. Um, going into halftime is fourteen to three. Yeah. So had a lot of fireworks in the game. Lots of them. Especially and late. I have Drew Brees on one of my fantasy teams. How nice is that? Halftime, I was saying he was up for trade. Wanted him gone. And the guy did not look great the first half. <laughs> and I was like, Drew Brees has lost it. He's 170 years old. He's been in the league 46 years. But what kind of magic does and, he bring? And I want him off my team. <laughs> and then by the end of the game, I was going, well, If you still maybe, want him off your team, you could get somebody for him. Maybe we'll keep this guy this season. <laughs> But, uh, but, yeah, there was a lot of fireworks. I mean, even a backup quarterback, Taysom Hill, caught a touchdown pass from Drew Brees. I like that kid. Guess hey, where he's from? BYU. Hey! The Mormon. <laughs> so, so yeah, Brees threw the ball a lot, had a had a pick. But other than that, I mean, he, he looked like classic Drew Brees. But Deshaun Watson. Electric. I mean, the kid. All the time. The kid, he doesn't stop. And that's – I think he would have won Rookie of the Year if he wouldn't have got hurt his first yeah, year. And that's last year he came in and dazzled always, throughout the season. This year he's already starting off. Oh, he's banged up. Did you see him take that hit going into the end zone? He matter. gets hit the a lot. The kid gets hit all the time and he gets up. So I'm I'm a fan of Deshaun Watson now that he's not at Clemson. I'm not a fan of him because Don't he plays for the you know Houston Texans, yeah. one of our rivals, of course. But 
He's a good dude. I don't know if you've seen his story or not. Um, Deshaun Watson, I don't know if you've seen any of your stuff or not, but you should because your boy, Wart Dunn. Oh, Dunn, that is 145th house to a single mom. And guess what? When One, Deshaun yeah. Watson was coming up as a kid, Wart Dunn actually gifted his mother a house. True that. And, you know, that was one of his heroes growing up. Yeah. And, you know, with something like that happening and like it's carried over because he is he's a very nice kid. Gives he's back. he gives back and he's a phenomenal player. Like when he got hurt his rookie year, I was like, man, it's good for the, it's good for my team because we don't yeah. have to play against him. But it's bad for the NFL yeah. because the kid is electric. Yeah, he was electric in college. Player. He's electric in the pros. Like it's it's good to have good players healthy. Yeah. No matter you know for what team they play for, I like I said it sucks. Like I said, we don't we no longer have Andrew Luck, and it really sucks that I have to say this. But the dude is a baller. Like any team would absolutely love to have them as his start as his starting quarterback. If you say you don't want Andrew Luck as your starting quarterback, you're an idiot. Well, if you're like I said, if like Tom Brady's no longer in, in yeah. New England, would you like Andrew Luck? Yes. Big Ben is no longer if in Pittsburgh. You want Andrew Luck? If yes. It's, if it's talent alone, yes, I go with that. Yes. The kid can play. The kid's a baller, but I think he's a head case. He's too smart for the NFL. Some people give me shit about that when I say that. The guy's literally like neurosurgeon IQ level. He's a genius. Genius level he's type a stuff. Genius. He's too smart for the NFL. So I think instead of the game slowing down and him playing his game, and doing what he does, I think he overthinks too much. So that's where I think all of his bad decisions and, you know, getting hit too much and holding on to the ball. I think that's where all that comes Retiring from. Retiring too early, bad decisions. Retiring too early, all that good stuff. <laughs> but if he would dumb it down, and uh, I, yeah. I mean that in the, in the most <laughs> respectful you know, way, respectful way to possible, a rocket scientist. <laughs> because by no means are NFL quarterbacks dumb. They, they remember and comprehend more things about football than I'm ever going to because they forgot more than we know yeah we'll say that but <laughs> but on the other hand Andrew Luck I think he retains all that information and that's his problem on the football field he can't just cut loose and you know I mean we've all seen Big Ben cut loose and smiling and you know hurdling guys he has no business hurdling that's dope for him and him <laughs> spinning out and you know all that stuff all six foot seven 300 so, pounds of him he just cuts loose and has fun sometimes yeah. when it's just backyard football. And that's I think some that's, of the best football you ever see. And when I think somebody just gets in their element yeah. and takes I over. I think that's Andrew Luck's problem, which I hate to see him go, like you said earlier. But, but that's that's what's so magical about Watson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Watson is an electric player. If he's throwing it, if he's running it, and he can take a beating. That's another. He can take a beating. Yeah, he, can. He, he got sacked more than anybody in the NFL last year. And he takes hits because he's going. He's a running quarterback, so yeah. he's going to take that. He's going to try to make plays with his legs if his arm, if the play with his arm isn't there. Oh yeah, and that's that's where his sacks and hits come from with him making plays. But on to the next Monday night game, we have the Denver Broncos in Oakland, Oakland, which is the very last Monday night game to ever be played in Oakland because the Oakland Raiders are soon to be the Las Vegas, Las Raiders, Vegas Raiders, which is totally weird to say. And, but whatever, they got more money than I'll ever see. Yeah. But and they were out with they they played without Antonio Brown, which they thought that was going to happen. There's a lot of people season. playing without Antonio Brown right now, <laughs> but that's another story. Yeah, but uh, Derek Carr and company did some work. They did. Uh, Josh Jacobs, he did a whole lot of work, a whole lot of work. Fantasy pickup. Yeah. 
I picked Ram, him up in fantasy, and that was a really good pickup by me. Ran You're for welcome. two, ran for two touchdowns. Uh, caught a couple of balls out of the backfield. Him and Ladainian Thomaslin are the only running backs to make their debut and have over a hundred total yards. Total yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. So I mean, the guy showed up. Good company because that's just a Hall of yeah, Famer that we're talking about with Josh Hall, Jacobs. Hall of Fame running back, you know, no big deal. But uh, I didn't get to watch most of the game. I'm not I was in and out all night because yeah, I, 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 I played DraftKings. I had a couple guys playing, but once I seen that they weren't hitting on nothing, that I was just like, ah, screw it. Yeah. I'm losing money. Might as well go to bed because I got to work the next day. That was one thing that was wild about a doubleheader on Monday night. Um, they had the, you know, the first game was good. And then super late on the West Coast, they give us this game. Like it was like midnight before the, or around midnight when the game went yeah. off. I've got to be up at 6.30 in the morning, so I'm not hanging out watching it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Actually, I had jury duty the next day. So well, so you had, you know. Fun stuff. Nobody wants to watch that. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it was – I guess it was a halfway decent NFL game if you wanted to stay up and watch it. Like I said, I got to see a little bit of it. Not a whole lot, but it was we'll, decent. We'll just go up right there. Patriot Steelers. Patriot Steelers. And somebody has just asked us a question about um, – What's the deal with the Jags picking up Josh Dobbs from Pittsburgh? So, just so you know, Pittsburgh did trade Josh Dobbs to the Jacksonville Jaguars. The reason why... Six-round pick, I believe? uh, Something like that. But the reason why they traded him is because Nick Foles is going to be out for a while. Broke his clavicle. And I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Henshaw ain't shit. He is probably going to get eaten alive by quite a few teams. Um, Josh Dobbs is actually a rocket scientist. So he's actually a smart guy. He's athletic. Uh, don't really see him doing way too much because he's not going to know enough of the offense to bust a great. Nah, it'll be Minshew's team for a little while. Yeah, but Josh Dobbs is there. He's young. I don't know who Pittsburgh has as their backup quarterback now, but, you know, hey, like I said, we're just guys talking about football. We don't know anything. They had Landry Jones for a while. I don't know if he's still there or not. Oh, Landry. Oklahoma But anyways, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the New England Patriots. The Patriots beat the absolute breaks off of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Not even close. Like I think the closest Pittsburgh got to this game was the coin flip. Oh, yeah. I don't even know they won the coin flip. First first (laughs) quarter when uh, Pat scored their first touchdown and it was 7-0. That was as close as Pittsburgh got to winning the game. Uh, that was it. so bad. Like, they looked like absolute trash. Yeah. Big Ben played like crap at the beginning of the game, then came on later in the yeah. game. Had It's all garbage time stuff yeah. pretty much. Juju played like a third yeah. string guy, supposed to be a number one. Like, Can't. he did not play like a number one Can't wide catch receiver. The ball if nobody's throwing it to yeah. you. Yeah. James Conner didn't get going. Like, last week we said if, if, um, if Pittsburgh was to win, uh, was to win the game, that Pittsburgh would run the ball on them. Yeah. Well, that didn't happen. Nah, James Conner had he, he, ten he, carries for twenty one yards, two point one yards per carry. That's not even a three yard in cloud of dust. That's that's not you falling over. You know, uh, yeah, he was out like he was getting over. hit and just sliding to the side. Like yeah. he did not do anything. Pittsburgh didn't do anything except for watch Tom Brady and all of his greatness throw the ball oh, yeah. all over the field. The only thing I was excited about about it was Josh Gordon. Yeah. I Josh Gordon may be a freaking idiot, 
but he is a freakish athlete. He is a big man playing wide receiver. He he's 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 great. If he didn't have all of his problems, we'd be you know regarding him as something one of the best wide receivers yeah. of our time. Yeah, like I mean, he would he, he would missed six games only. one year and literally came in and led the NFL in receiving yards, touchdowns. Yeah, like he's crazy. He's playing in New England now. He's got his head clear supposedly, so we may see Flash turn into something. If, different than we already had. If anybody like, can get through to somebody, it'd be it, Bill yeah, Belichick. Like it, and what's the bad thing is now, you know, the Patriots did acquire Antonio Brown. He was not active for week one. He's supposedly active for week two. Might but now we have reports coming out that Antonio Brown sexually assaulted his trainer. Yeah, one of his personal trainers or something. Apparently they went to college together. Yeah, it's, there's, there's, it's a circus, man. Yeah, hit, uh, Antonio Brown's entire life is a circus. Um, I don't know why. Like I said, I, I I've told everybody that I've talked to about with this that I was like I'm a I was huge Antonio Brown fan. Absolutely loved him because there was no BS with him. And all of a sudden last year, things just started happening. Um. I don't know what's going on in his head. Don't don't care to know because it's none of my business. He's a grown man, makes his own decisions. Mm-hmm. But when you quit on your team when they need you the most, that did it for me. Pittsburgh needed him late in the year last year. He supposedly gets into it with some people, talks a bunch of shit, and is inactive for the last game when they needed him the most to make it in the playoffs. Came out and said he wasn't friends with Big Ben. Yeah, like – he didn't play. Pittsburgh lost. He didn't make it in the playoffs. And then on came more BS with you know his antics, which I'm, uh, I'm you know I'm not cool with it. Um, it's it's crazy that you know you can go from somebody that was well, he got from SMU or something like that or Central, yeah, Central Michigan, Michigan or yeah, Central all right, he's from a smaller school. He's not from a big school. Um, hits the scene, you know, drop kicks a punter in the middle of a. That's what got me. Yeah. Antonio Brand got me as a fan when he was on a punt return and absolutely kicked this dude in the face. Put his foot on his face. (laughs) Like the Browns punter got the business plus one. Yeah. That's what made me a fan. And like the crap that he's brought along upon himself has completely killed all that. Um, So, like, you know, I wouldn't care if they dropped him and we never heard from him again. Not going to lie. I'm just tired of it. Yeah, we post stuff on our, you know, on our Facebook page because it's funny. It's funny stuff. You but know, it's yeah. actually kind of getting old yeah. that it's just continuous, but continuous. Earlier today, Ian Rappaport of the NFL reports uh, that the Patriots have heard nothing from the NFL suggesting that Brown wouldn't be allowed to play this week. So the he Patriots probably, probably will play the, and they the will Patriots. Breaks off of whoever they're playing. The Patriots are planning on Antonio Brown to play this week. They're playing Miami. And I don't know if you know this about Miami. Somehow, some way, Miami finds a way to beat New England. But I don't see it happening this 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 week or any time this that's year. A, that's a great segue into another game <laughs> because Lamar Jackson. Absolutely. I don't know where this guy came from, but he had three incompletions, 324 yards, and five touchdowns against the Miami Dolphins. He lit them up. Throw on the 100-plus hundred, hundred yards rushing for Mark Ingram and the two touchdowns he put. 
Then you they, throw in Hollywood Brown running rampant. They destroyed. That was like I was I was at Buffalo Wild Wings watching the games and like I'm watching the Titans and the Browns and then you know I'm keeping up with everything that's going around, taking my notes and stuff. Every time I look up, Lamar Jackson or Mark Ingram was doing something. So like it was insane watching the Baltimore Ravens beat the unholy shit out of the Dolphins. Yeah. And they, you know, as soon as the game was over, people were coming out with reports saying, oh, you know, we want out. We, you know, trade us, this, that, and the other, which I think is absolutely stupid because if you're a football player and um, have played the game passionately, not just because all it was just something to do, you played football to the best of your ability at all times. It wasn't, oh, oh, hey, this week, you know, let a couple guys run by you. You know, screw that. Tank for I'm, I'm, I'm fixing to bust you in the mouth. They called me the human missile when I played for a reason because I didn't care. I was hitting you. These guys are going to say trade me. They didn't hit nobody but the ground. Mark Ingram ran through them like a pinball, Ooh. like he busted them in their chops. 7.6 a carry. Was and, average. you know, he hasn't had that Ugh. average since he was in college. Oh, man. And he played in New England, or I mean, in New Orleans forever. And, you know, Mark Ingram has come to Baltimore and just like revigorated. He's just running. Like the first run of the game, I seen him carry like two people on his back. And I'm like, did he get younger somehow? But just put in perspective how bad Miami's defense was. Taking nothing away from Baltimore because I've got a couple of those guys on some fantasy teams and I'm loving it. But RG3 comes in. And he's six for six with 55 yards and a touchdown. And that fool ain't played in three years. He hasn't played <laughs> solid football in a couple of seasons. And he came in and looked looked like the former Heisman Trophy winner, uh, RG3. In the fourth quarter playing the third string guy. Slinging the rock. And like I said, that's the, that's the testament of how bad the Dolphins are. So whatever New England is probably giving them, you take New England into points. I'm pretty sure that New England is going to – break the proverbial foot off in their ass. Like, it's not even going to be yeah. close. It's New England is uh, it's 14. A 18 and a half point spread. Wow. Miami and 18 and a half. I'm, I'm taking the Pats. Bill Belichick hasn't been known to let his foot off of the fucking gas. So. That that, that was brutal. They they could have arrested every person on the Ravens team and thrown them in jail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, they beat the brakes off of those guys, and it was not even close. Yeah, it was rough. But the game you missed on, yeah, Jets, yeah. Jets rub and it Buffalo. In, rub it in, rub it in, rub Jets it in. Jets and Buffalo, the, uh, the Bills pulled it out late. I mean, they were down 16 to nothing in, in late into the third quarter. But I was looking good. You were. I was looking I was looking good. I was sailing, uh, you know, third quarter comes around. I'm like, heck yeah. There's a whole table of jet, Jets people sitting behind me at Buffalo Wild Wings. You know, they're cheering for when their guys are doing stuff. They're cheering when my guys are doing stuff. We're all going back and forth. We're shooting the shit. And then all of a sudden, they got quiet, and I was getting louder because my team was taking off, and their team was in the bathroom taking a dump because they weren't playing football. They were getting their ass beat. Yeah. The Bills just, I don't know what happened, but like in a quarter and a half, they flipped the switch and took the Jets to pound town. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. Like they, they pulled it out. Like, I don't know if people were hampered in that game because I, like, well, I, was, I was in and out. Apparently, a few guys have got hurt because Sam Darnold's supposed to miss some time. He's got mono. Uh, yeah. Sam Darnold's Le- got mono. Le'Veon Bell, 
He had to get an MRI on his yes. shoulder. So, uh, and a that new, came back a new or whatever we were talking about leading their team in catches. He's out for the season, out for the year. He's gone. So, so my prediction on that is, yeah, I mean, it probably will be Robbie Anderson now. I mean, it's going to be well, Robbie Anderson or James Crowder. He's up there, guy from. Oh Redskins, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I forgot. But I keep forgetting about James Crowder. They don't have a what's his name Herndon or whatever tight end. They don't have him until like week. 10 or something, week 8 or some shit. Like I said, the Jets so, are probably going to be a shit show for a while, so whoever they're playing, you probably want to pick against yeah. them. But if you are playing, you know, with the Bills, I mean, pick up Josh uh, Allen. That guy's got wheels. Uh, get out of here with that <laughs> That guy's got wheels. But, uh, it ain't like he lit the freaking world nah, up. I don't even think he hit 200 yards. But Patrick Mahomes, again, this kid, electric, looks like the, the reigning MVP. What'd your boy Jalen Ramsey uh, do? Jalen Ramsey, he got burned a couple of times. All right. well, remember we talked about that last week. Yeah, got burned a couple of times. He is a baller, but, yeah, he got balled up and smacked around like the rest of the Jaguars did. But got also it. in that game, Nick Foles, broken clavicle, out for a while, just yeah. so you guys know. Yeah, Cole Minshew, step in. Oh, Gert. Minshew. Sounds like something you eat at a Chinese uh-huh. restaurant. Uh, Garrett Minshew. Ain't that it? Gardner. Garner. Gardner Minshew. He didn't do too bad. He still passed for almost 300 yards. But yeah. Because Nick Foles throws his first touchdown pass of the year. Hurt. Broke collarbone. Just like that. And it Hate was it. over for him. Hate it. Big dick Nick. <laughs> Hate but it for the guy. the Chiefs showed up, showed out. Oh, yeah. I mean, Tyreek Hill goes down. Yeah, he's going to miss four to six from what I've read. Um, did He he does not require surgery for his little Don't issue. Don't believe so. Um, Sammy Watkins stepped up in his place and absolutely ripped the yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars. He uh, he put gave on the, them the business. He put on the Sammy Watkins Clemson jersey. And yeah, and did work. Out. That was that's the best I've seen Sammy Watkins look since, since he's been in the league. Since Clemson. Yeah, since he was playing alongside Hopkins. Yeah, I mean it's, it's <laughs> like it's been pretty bad for Sammy. He's he's had some okay games here and there, but. Sunday, he showed up, and he put in some work. He said, hey, boys, you know, get me the rock and watch me work. Yeah, I mean, it was rough. Pat Mahomes looking like the MVP, slinging the rock everywhere. Again, you know, Not taking any big, you know, big hits, yeah, nothing. Hit nothing. nine different receivers in that game. That, like said, spreading her. And he probably threw one underarm somehow. Uh, he did try a no-look pass to Travis Kelsey in the end zone. I mean, it was it was rough. <laughs> Missed by 10 yards. And so not as on point as he was last year when he threw that one against the Ravens. But either way. But he's trying. Yeah, so yeah. He's, he's trying good. to improve. So, uh, next game up, let's talk about the cow turds and the midgets, the giants, whatever you want to call them. Uh, and Dak, I was wrong. Dak Prescott, not saying he, you know, you can't base it off of one game. Jerry Jones will. Jerry, oh, Jerry Jones is going to line Jones the roads that he walks with gold. He's going to give him big money for this one game. But Dak, all all bias aside, I'm an Eagles fan, but, you know, Dak looked great in that game. He looked like an MVP. He looked like he didn't need Ezekiel Elliott. No, no. This, I, mean, I, don't, was, I don't care what anybody says. Everybody's like, oh, the Cowboys are Zeke's team. That team belongs to Dak Prescott. I mean, he showed if it. Dak that game. Prescott is playing well. He could have freaking Alfred Morris's old ass back there. What is Walker? But Alfred Morris don't play for him no more. Yeah. Anyways, Dak Prescott was on point. He looked accurate. He looked, you know, absolutely positive in everything he was doing. 
he carved up the Giants' defense, which ain't really saying much, but it's still an NFL defense. Yeah, it is. I mean, he hit Jason Witten for a touchdown. Um, what's a Gallup? He had 158 um, yards. Yeah, like the kid just burnt everybody. Like it was, it was yeah. bad. But like I said, Prescott looked really well. I think that's his best output since he's been in the NFL. If I'm not oh, mistaken, had a, had a 158.3 rating. I mean, that's perfect. I mean, you can't get any better than that. He's also named NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Don't so. you just love to hear that? Yeah, it sucks. I mean, <laughs> I could have gave it to Deshaun if you yeah, want. If you want to segue into that. If we need to segue into my Eagles. No, hey, we can slide but, right on in there if you but, want to. <laughs> the, boo, the Boo Birds were out early. They were. I'm, I mean, it was rough watching it early on. I was thinking, you know, this is not the team I've watched in camp. You know, They look rough. I mean, it was bad. Every time I looked up, the Eagles were losing. It was bad. Going into the halftime, it was 20-7. to 7. But come out of that, and the offense was on. D-Jax, like I said last week, the guy <laughs> is back. And if you don't think he has wheels, he hit 21.4 miles per hour on one of his touchdown receptions. The kids are still – what is he, 34 now? I think he's uh, he's probably 33 or so. Well, so he's close, yeah, but D-Jax can still run. I watched him absolutely run by people all I, day long. It was crazy. And, I mean – the Eagles defense held Washington to 28 rushing yards. I know Case Keenum was slinging it there for a little while, but he was trying. But holding a holding a team to 28 rushing yards and Gruden. Oh well, guys is gone now. Gruden setting Adrian Peterson. Don't know why. Well, because he, he had guys. He had the young guy. He figured doesn't matter. You got Adrian. You don't know Peterson. he's going to go down in an injury. You don't. You don't. But still, you got Adrian Peterson, a surefire future Hall of Famer. And you put him as a healthy scratch, there's nothing wrong with him. Adrian Peterson's banged up. All right, all day, go sit down, brother. You deserve a break. He's not banged up, though. He was healthy. But and also, Gruden's just he's, like, eh. he's an older guy. So, you know, you figure your young cats can carry one game. Not against the Eagles. Well, oh, it didn't look like that early. Exactly. So when they got the lead, he could have he used well, somebody yeah, yeah, pounding yeah. the well, rock like and chewing some clock. They didn't know that he was going to be injured. Doesn't matter to me. You you don't bench Adrian Peterson unless he goes. Hey, I'm I would have had him playing. But I'm hey, not you know. playing. You go. All right, you're not going to play. Go sit down. AP all day. But if all days <laughs> if all days ready to go, you suit him up. Oh yeah, that's I, I still don't understand why they did that. But like I said, both quarterbacks had huge numbers. Both of them played well, except for the fact that that you know. They just gave up the lead. They couldn't hold it. Eagles come back. Explosive plays all over the field. Oh, man. D-Jax had two big touchdowns. My only gripe with that game is I think Jordan Howard should touch the ball more. They was feeding it to Darren Sproles a lot. I was totally surprised. I'm not going to lie to you. So, I'm sitting there watching the game, right? And, like, we went to a commercial on my game. So, I was like, hey, I'm going to check out the Eagles game. So, I turn and look, and I see 43. And I was like – I thought that guy retired two freaking years ago. Darren Sproles is still in the NFL and still scoring touchdowns. He is. And and that's beyond me. The the guy the guy's good. He's he's timeless. And like I said, I was I wasn't upset, but I I thought my opinion was they should have fed Jordan Howard a little bit more than what they did. 
think they until gave after him, the game, you're like, eh, well. well, they gave him, they gave him, <laughs> they gave him three carries early on, and then it was like a quarter and a half before they gave him three more. And I understand, you know, Sproles is that guy the team rallied behind, and you know they they respect him. He's, he's still electric, still electric. He's a vet, and they rally behind him. But I I think he's. My personal opinion, I'm not an NFL coach. I'm not an NFL analyst, player, nothing. But I think he's still more of that change of pace guy that you throw in and uh, do a little screen pass or, you know, a little toss, something like that, sweep, just get him outside. But other than that, I had no gripes about the game. I mean, I, Alshon got some scores. Uh, Deshaun got his, his touches. So it was a homecoming for Deshaun, and I was – Happy to have him. I was happy for you to see that because I know you've been a you've been a Jacks fan. Even when he moved away, you still picked him on your fantasy team, yeah, which showed showed, showed some love right there. That, I always love that. That was really good. I like I said that's you know you always want to try to pull for your for your guys and that you know D Jacks is a good ball player. Like I said, it was good to see him actually making explosive plays again because he yeah. sure wasn't doing too much of it in freaking yeah, Tampa Bay. Get him the ball. Yeah, the the Terry McLaurin kid for. Washington, if he keeps that up, he's going to be scary. That guy is a burner. Had 20, 125 rushing or 125 receiving yards, excuse me, and a touchdown. That's I a mean, big pop. He was catching everything Case Keenum threw his way. So, I mean, the the Redskins have that to look forward to. If that kid can keep doing what he's doing, he's a burner, and he's going he's gonna to be electric for them. Oh, yeah. But uh, we can talk about the boys now. The Lions and Cardinals time. Oh, shit. 27-27. Oh, that was absolutely. I think Kyler Murray's the first quarterback to ever have a game end in a tie for his first debut. debut. And they were getting like their one butts or two kicked. guys have done it. Yeah. They oh, were yeah. getting drummed. They were. It's 17 to 3 going into half. So, I mean, the Lions wasn't playing around until fourth quarter. Hawkinson looked good. He did. He did. Hawkinson looked real good. TJ looked real good. For, for the guys that got him in the fantasy, that's a good pickup for you yeah. because TJ Hawkinson looked really good. So, uh, other than that, I mean, not much to say about that. I figured if you want, we could uh, take us a little break, come back and finish up with the Titans. And then we'll talk about this coming week's games. And then games. we'll talk about this coming week games. See you guys in a few. Hey guys, we're back. We're going to bring you the last game, which would be the overhyped Cleveland Browns Ugh. versus the underappreciated Tennessee Titans. Yeah. I mentioned Tennessee's defense last week. Oh, everybody, about, everybody. Well, well not about, not everybody yeah. because the national media thinks we don't exist. Yeah, but I was talking about how good Titans defense was and how it'd be a task for the Browns. To be honest, I thought the Browns would win. I didn't think it would be a blowout like a lot of people was thinking. I thought it'd be a close close game, but it went the complete opposite. I thought it was going to be a close game because of the defense that the Browns carry. Yeah. Really wasn't worried about their offense. Say what you want. I really wasn't worried about their offense. I was worried about their defense and our shoddy offense, Mm -hmm. which yesterday – I mean, Sunday was Arthur Smith's first – Regular season NFL game that he ever called. And he did really well. Uh, he put Marcus in the situation to succeed. He put all the players in position 
to do well. Um, like I said, he's been coaching with the Titans forever. He was a tight ends coach last year. Matt LaFleur left and is now the Green Bay Packers coach. So they promoted him to offensive coordinator. Um, it started off a little shaky. I think we went, you know, three and out on the first one as per usual. We do. Don't know why. Um, but like I said, he got in. Uh, the Browns got the ball, drove down the field, and they scored. They were uh, they were hammering it down our throat on, on that first drive. They went down and scored. Um, like I said, the Browns have a really good team. They're explosive. Uh, they have good running backs. They have good wide receivers. They have a decent tight end. And with all the hype that was given to them through the offseason into this opening game, it blew up in their face. Adam, Adam Rank, who works for the NFL Network and all his other ESPNs, he predicted us to go 3-13 and 13 and getting beat down by the Browns week mm-hmm. one. Well, I hate to tell you, sir, but the Titans spanked that ass. Yeah. I got on here last week and I told you guys that I thought the Titans would win and Kevin Byard would get an interception to kind of seal it. If I'm not mistaken, Kevin Byard kind of got the interception that started the downhill fall for the Browns. Yeah, uh, We were playing in a pretty much tight game, you know, within a score, score and a field goal, whatever, and we turned it up. The boys put it together. Like I said, it was like uh, 15 or something. 12, to, 12 to 6 going into half. But like I said, it was 15 to oh, something. Yeah, 15 we to 6 a field goal. Okay, yeah. Going into the third quarter, they score a touchdown. And this is where you want your offensive coordinator to hit a home run. Oh, if cool. a team scores on you and they get close, you want them, you want your team to give a knockout punch. Yeah. And just swing that momentum straight yeah, back to you. Just swing one as hard as you can. And Arthur Smith swung for the fences and he hit a absolute bomb. He dumped, he calls the play call exactly. They score, Cleveland Brown scores a touchdown. Our very first play from scrimmage is a screen pass to King Henry. I don't and think he thought it was going to do what he did. No, no. Like I said, he called it to their side. Everybody was gone, and nobody was close to Derrick Henry now. They didn't and I don't even think Derrick Henry was running as fast as he could. He looked slow. To me, to me, I know he's got long legs and he strides long and all That's that. That's what so, I'm like. He so he doesn't look fast normally, but to me, on that screen pass, he looks slower than normal. And that's bad for the Cleveland Browns defense. It does because they, they, they were him. running hard and they, they were trying catch to catch him. And there was guys' legs moving as fast as those little legs would take them. And Henry was just out striding them and just beat everybody. Yeah, he 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 looked good throughout the game. Uh, I think he had like eighty something yard, eighty five yards rushing. 80, 84 uh, and a touchdown, 19 carries. All right, yeah. So he was, you know, he was right there. He was over four yards of carry. Yeah. Um, then he had the big reception, of course. Um, one of our biggest things was Corey Davis and Adam Humphreys, our two top wide receivers. Uh, Corey Davis um, didn't have a catch. No. <laughs> Adam Humphreys had one. We were led by our second-round pick, Mr. A.J. Brown from Ole Miss. Yeah, yeah had boy. Hundo, had a hundo. Yeah, three catch. His first catch, you know, big play early in the game. 
I think we scored on that one. He didn't score, but he he got us down there in scoring position. Um, Corey Davis, he he pulled coverage. Um, he actually got a uh, pass interference call on the going up the left sideline later in the game. Like I said, I I think if any point in time, if anybody focuses on one of our wide receivers and tries to take him out of the game, then one of the other it's going to be you know if they take Corey Corey Davis away, then you got Adam Humphreys and AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. Well, if you take Humphreys away, you're going to have to deal with Corey Davis and AJ Brown. If you take AJ Brown away, well then you just got the other two guys that are you know well mentioned. But our wild card will forever be Delaney Walker. Oh. His first game back in a year, he scores not one, but two touchdowns. He has five catches. 55 yards. For 55 yards and two touchdowns. And after the game was over, you know, he was talking that talk. He was telling them that, hey, we are who we thought they were. The Titans didn't get out and talk a bunch of shit like, you know, most people think they would, or somebody in a position like, hey, you know, we're not getting any love. We need to fire back with something. Yeah. That ain't what happened. But the Titans showed up in Cleveland, put a beat down on them in the dog pound. They looked good. I didn't I don't think they looked like overly really, really good, but the defense looked good against that explosive offense. We could use a few little, you know, tweaks in there. Dean Pease to get it figured out. Offense just got to keep going in the right direction. Can't slack off. Uh, we play the Colts this week. That'll be part of the preview we have. Uh, we have the the Colts at home, which I will be in attendance. Um, me and a buddy of mine are going to the game. I've already got tickets, got RSVP to a couple uh, VIP things going on before and after the game. Uh, so we're going to try to, you know, he's never been to an NFL game before, so I'm trying to give him, you know, that NFL experience because um, it's, it's an amazing thing to go to. If you've never done it, if you yes. have it, find a game you want to go to, go to it go to and it. send me a message and tell me how you feel about it. Yeah. It's, it's, I know prices are getting expensive. Yes. Tickets, uh, tickets it wasn't too bad, but we're not, we, our seats aren't amazing, but I paid 140 bucks for two tickets. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a good deal. And the, the atmosphere, the experience is great. You will run into some pretty shitty fan bases. Oh, you You're gonna have do that. that everywhere. Do not go to a Raiders home game if you're the opposing team fan. Don't go to a 49ers home game. Home Don't game. go to Philadelphia. Uh, well, unless you just want to get – if you're, if you're <laughs> you want to get beat up in the stands, if, go to a Philadelphia if, game. If you're an NBA player for the 76ers and you show up wearing a Redskins jersey, what do you think is going to happen? Philly fans are going to try to fight you. Yeah, well, so, that's part of it. Uh, that's, you know, you know this going there if you play for the 76ers. Obviously, Mike Scott didn't. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, before we start the preview, I do want to say one thing. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons look terrible. And uh, Dalvin Cook – Go knows he looked great, but he uh, did look good. But this I week, got him on my fancy thing. Yep. So this yeah, week, uh, right now, if y'all don't know the Thursday night game with the Buccaneers and Panthers has been delayed. So it's where are they playing? Not at? happening They're in Carolina. Playing, yeah, playing in Carolina right now. So it's been delayed. Uh, so so not, you guys can stay tuned to us. Yeah, not much action happening there. So just. Keep tuning in. Tell your friends. We'll have we'll have a party. <laughs> Share the stream so you guys know what's going on. Because, yeah. like I said, we're live streaming our actual podcast that will be live. Because we know not everybody's listening the entire time. Yeah. So, uh, so share, like, comment, 
review, whatever you want. But uh, but this week, the segue in, the Eagles are playing the Falcons. And I hope the Falcons look just as good as they did against Minnesota. And those Falcons show up like they showed up against Minnesota. Yeah, I hope, they, I hope that team shows up and the Birds get another win. And, you know, I go into week three. Two and zero with my with my Philadelphia Eagles. At least it didn't take Julio like nine weeks to score his first touchdown. Yeah, that was probably like the only up yeah. for Atlanta. But I expect Julio Jones to have a Julio Jones type day against the Eagles secondary because let's Julio face it, Jones is great. Julio's great, but the Eagles secondary uh, safeties are good. Corners aren't that good. Uh, linebackers are eh, but I expect Julio to do his thing. Stopping the run will be key, and then getting pressure on Matt Ryan because apparently, if you put pressure on Matt Ryan, he can't throw a football this year. That's what I saw last week. I, like, dude, I have no idea what the hell happened in that game last week. Like, I was trying to comprehend, but then my brain started hurting, so I yeah. totally stopped watching it. I seen Adam Thielen score a touchdown. I was like, "Hey, he's on my fantasy team. Appreciate you." He he big boyed his way to the end. <laughs> but uh, but anyways, uh, the other rivalry game for the NFC East, since I'm an NFC East guy, <laughs> going on is uh, the Deadskins and Cowgirls. Uh, they're playing in Washington. Dallas is a five and a half point favorite. So. It should be a pretty good game. Redskins will have uh, – I won't say will. Redskins should have Adrian Peterson back. Oh, uh, they've already said that he's if, playing. If Gruden doesn't yeah. screw it up. Geis is out. Uh, APN. All day will be running the ball. Yeah, All Geis, day. Geis is getting a second opinion from Dr. Andrews from what so I've been If he's reading. talking to Dr. Andrews, it's something serious. It's serious. So, but yeah, other than that, there any game you uh, see that stuck out to you? Uh, like I said, we're, we're going to be playing the Colts. Um for any local people or any Titans fans out there, um, they are retiring Eddie George and Steve McNair's jerseys. So for any of you like old school fans that were fans before they moved to Tennessee and they were playing in Houston, um, you know, they drafted um, Steve McNair from Alcorn State, um, brought him in. He sat for a couple of years. And then a couple of years later, they drafted – Eddie George from Ohio State, fresh off a Heisman Trophy. Um, he comes in, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Him and Eddie led this team from Houston to Memphis, from Memphis to Nashville where they played at Vanderbilt Stadium to where they play now in Nashville. Um, two of the biggest names that you'll know associated with this franchise, um, they are Titans in every sense of the word. Um, I looked up to these guys growing up. Like I watched Steve McNair play growing up in the state of Mississippi. So I got to see it kind of firsthand uh, watching him. And like I said, I watched Eddie George play some because my grandmother liked watching other teams besides the Southeastern Conference when I was growing up. Um, so I got to watch all that. and kept up with him. But um, I got tickets to this game, especially because I'm a huge Steve McNair fan. Um, I was – Extremely saddened to hear about what happened to him when he passed away, when he was uh, involved in a, you know, double, a double homicide, whatever y'all want to call it, or a murder-suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be great to be back in Nashville. I try to go to a couple games a year and, you know, see my boys play as you know as often as I can. Um, it's going to be exciting. Uh, Jacoby Brissett played really well last week against the Chargers, 
And they all, like I said, they had a chance to win, but they didn't. Uh, Phillip Rivers, you know, pulled it out. So now we get them kind of reeling. Um, we will have, we will have, um, Jacoby Brissett and them at, at home. And it should be good. Um, Marlon Max coming off a big game last week. He almost hit 200 yards. Yeah, Jesus Christ. For him. Something we did not want to see as Titan fans um, because apparently for some reason every time we play them, one of their running backs looks like a freaking Hall of Famer. But I'm hoping, you know, our defense does something like we've been doing. We keep them at bay. You know, we do our thing. We should be good. Um, Marks Mariota, hope he continues on his path. Uh, we should get Corey Davis rolling. We should get uh, Humphreys going. Um, hopefully, Cameron, you know, wake. Yeah. Beast mode all day. Yeah. Hopefully, he keeps it going. Yeah, uh, Jarrell Casey, piece. all of our young guys. I hope they keep going because it should be a good time. Uh, I really look forward to going to the game and being in Nashville again and, you know, show my buddy the experience. But enough of all that. We got to get you the preview of this coming week's games. Um, I'm actually looking forward to the Vikings and the Packers. Yeah. Yeah, because Aaron Rodgers looked like crap week one against the Bears, and then the Vikings just rolled the Falcons. So now we're going to find out uh, where we should find out. Vikings only threw the ball like ten times. I know. That's what I'm saying. I want to see more. Yeah. (laughs) I I didn't get enough. I want to see more. Yeah. Kirk Cousins had like nine for ten last week, and it was all Dalvin Cook pretty much. And the The Packers show. And the Packers, uh, Chef Cook. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> uh, the Packers, like you said, Aaron Rodgers didn't look like Aaron Rodgers. Nah, so, yeah. And I mean that's a that's a big rivalry game up there. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, game that stood out to me was Pat's Dolphins, big rivalry game. And but for some reason the Dolphins always beat them. Yeah, and I just don't see it happening. They're uh, so bad. The Patriots are an eighteen and a half point favorite. Probably take the points. Eighteen and a half points in an NFL game. That's ridiculous. You take the points. Yeah. Uh, so that'd be fun to see. You know, I wouldn't bet a lot of money on it, but I, I wouldn't either. <laughs> but 18 and a half in an NFL game is a That's ton a lot of points. That's a ton of points for an NFL game. So yeah, I would I would probably take the Dolphins and the points. Not saying the Dolphins are gonna win. You're not playing winners and losers in points. No. You're playing if they can cover. And I think the Dolphins just might cover. Uh just might. Be 14 or 17, but it's still not 18. So, <laughs> yeah. so you're the, you're the <laughs> winner, winner there. Yeah. But uh, other than that, the only other game that I saw was the other big point spread, and that's Baltimore facing the Cardinals. Arizona coming in. Are they playing Kyle, in Baltimore? They're playing in Baltimore. and It's first road game. Ravens are a 13-point favorite. Take the game. Ravens in the points. I mean, they're going to smack Kyler Murray around. They are going to old father Tom Larry Fitzgerald's there, but he can't bail him out of everything. They're going to send the house at Kyler Murray. I would. So I mean, that's that's the other game that stuck out to me. The Uh, the biggest game is going to stick out is that rematch of the old non-call pass interference. Saints and the Rams. Saints and Rams. That'd be a that'd be a good one. They're playing in L.A. In L.A., Rams are a two-point favorite. The Monday night game is, is the who gives trash. a shit match. Yeah, Browns the doo-doo and Browns Jets. and yeah. I mean, I mean, if you want to watch that, I mean, the Browns are probably going to win. They've got, uh, you know, all their talent coming back pretty much. 
But I think the yeah the Browns are going to win. The, by the Jets might not have Sam Darnold. Depends on how. No, his no, he's got he's, no, he's going to be out four or two to four weeks with his mono, so he's going to be yeah. out. And then, he's not playing. So they have Trevor Simeon backing him up, I believe. Uh, we talked. We all about, know the shit show that he is we last talk, week. Yeah, we talked about that <laughs> last week. I didn't even know who their backup was. <laughs> Thanks for the education. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, who knows how he's going to show up with this MRI on his shoulder, even though it came back negative. Like you said, lost to Numwa. So I don't see the Jets winning too many games. Tank for Tua? They might. <laughs> no, they got Darnold. Who's a, better? They'll pick a defensive guy. Probably. Yeah. To add Jets. to the defensive start. Yeah, yeah. The okay, Jets. I forgot. Uh, but yeah, so other than that, I mean, this week, good rivalry matchup, some some good games. Wish this game with the Bucks and Panthers was going on because I really wanted to watch that. Hey, yeah. But you know, you win some, you lose some. So we lost out on that this week. Uh, the Battle of New York with the Bills and the Giants. Yeah, I'm, Buffalo's You're favored going with by your boy. Buffalo's favored know. by a point and a half. You're going with your boy Josh Allen. I will go with Josh Allen, <laughs> uh, and that's just a straight win. You know, a straight win. Well, not you know, I'm not playing points. It's just a point and a half. <laughs> so that's not me picking them with the points. That's just me picking them. Uh, but I hope Evan Ingram has a good game. I like me watching, too. I like watching the guy. Toddy, Toddy. Even, Let's go. Even though he's he's a New York Giant, <laughs> and I I despise the Giants, despise Eli Manning. I hope I like seeing. I like watching Evan Ingram. I like his game. I hope he stays healthy this year, and I hope he I hope he does good things for them. Unless they're playing my Philadelphia Eagles, then I hope he sucks. Eh, about as bad as the uh, Steelers going to suck this week. Yeah, yeah, just about. As much they're playing the Seahawks Pittsburgh, at home though. Pittsburgh's a three and a half point favorite, which I don't get. At home, don't get. I, I guarantee you another Ole Miss boy does a little work, Mister Longarm Metcalf. Eh. DK, he could. Uh, I don't know what the Seahawks' run game's going to look like this year. Carson, uh, Penny. I mean, they got <laughs> you know, got to throw that noise in there at least one time in the podcast. They they don't have they don't have that you know. Great have, run game. Yeah, I mean, they don't, they don't have a bully decent, in the backfield. But I mean, the Steelers do the do the Steelers bounce back? Is what I want to know. I believe so. I think. I do think you think this, last week was a goof? Or no, I think. This, should you be worried? I think this week Mike Tomlin gets back to smash mouth football, run it down their throat with James Conner until they can't take more of it, and then you know burn them deep with Juju. I think the Seahawks so, win. I'm Pittsburgh's going zero and two. Panic button. We'll put a we'll put a cold beer on it. I'm picking the Steelers. Okay. All right. Sound good. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, that's that's all I've got. Seahawks gonna win. I'm picking the Steelers. We'll put Davion Clowney gonna get in there. We'll put He's about as big on. as Big Ben, so he should be able to tackle him. Uh, <laughs> big Ben's gonna shake him off like he hit that car window. Oh, yeah. that's shook, low blow. Shook it off. Shook it off. <laughs> Fractured face. Who cares? Let's go. Yeah. But uh, be in, coach. But that's it for me for the week, unless you got something else. Oh, no. Uh, guys, just make sure to uh, check out all of our social medias. We have Facebook. We have Instagram. Snapchat. We have Twitter. We have Snapchat. We have everything posted on our uh, social medias where you can find us. Um, we hope you guys enjoy the content that we're putting out. Uh, we really appreciate all the likes and the shares. Um, if you don't mind, leave us a review. Tell us, tell us what you think. Do you like what we're doing? Do you not like what we're doing? 
Like I said, let it let us know. Like I said, you know, we we can take criticism. We're big boys. Yeah, we're we're grown. We're not gonna cry about it and then come back on. You know, oh my god, they and said they didn't like us. Well, whoop you do. We're not gonna. We're not getting paid for this. Nah. We're doing this because we love it. And some of our friends told us that they thought that we should do it. So we finally sacked up and did it. Yeah. Um. So you know, like I said, this is you know, it's just me and him. We've known each other for almost twenty years. I was like, this is something we enjoy, so we're doing it. So, like I said, make sure you go to all of our social medias. Like I said, you can type in the crack back and you, you're going to find us because, you know, some people actually like us. So. Yeah, a couple. And uh, for people that have been messaging me, this also goes for our, our live feed. Um, you can post stuff to our Facebook. You don't have to let us do nah, it. Nah. We just we get bored randomly through the day and we see something funny, so we throw it on there. Throw it up. Throw it on there. Like I said, we're going to react to it. We Like I said, we love good content this is just we're as much it. as you do. And, so let and, us know what's going on. We like we like to see stuff. We may miss something. If you want us to talk about something, send us a message. Yeah, put it we'll on. bring it up in our podcast. We'll bring it up in a live feed. Like I said, we're you know we still have some things going on. We have some players that we're going to bring in. We're we're still working on a giveaway right now. Um, we do have stickers. You want to grab those real quick? Ugh. We have stickers that we have. We're selling those for a dollar. So if you see us out, you know, hit us up. Get us one of our stickers. You know, they're pretty cool. You can show up to the camera. Oh, I can? Yeah. Is that what it's for? Is it going to get in there? I don't know. <laughs> no, nah, it was delayed. So, uh-huh. But, um, you know, guys, check us out. Show us some love. Uh, make sure you share the podcast with your friends. Like I said, we've had somebody say that their, you know, wife, wife of all people, extended you know us to them saying hey check these guys out what an awesome wife to take care of her husband by sharing football podcast with him yeah be more (laughs) like eduardo's wife (laughs) yeah and we really appreciate that uh we've actually i've actually heard a lot of good things people you know actually enjoy listening to us talk shit which is kind of fun i enjoy it i know he enjoys it so we're gonna be here we're gonna be doing this for a while so please you know if you check us out on no matter what platform you do when it comes to our podcast listen to the podcast leave us a review rate it you know tell us how we're doing we really appreciate you guys for sticking with us uh we'll hope you have a good day and uh see you next week